the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy. And teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. This is where we're living life like it matters. And today on Like It Matters Radio, I'm going to be discussing things that are necessary, right? You can, you can really separate things in life of what you want and what you need, right? And so today we're going to talk about things that are necessary, As a leader, we need vision. It is written, you know, without a vision, people perish. And vision is the ability to see how the dots connect, to see into the future, to see how it all comes together. And part of that vision is to know what we need to get to where we are going. And depending where you are living and looking forward to, this will dictate the needs to to get her done, as Mater would say, right? And so today I want to lay a foundation for what do you need. And ladies and gentlemen, it's kind of like one of those cooking shows. You know, they tell you what you're going to make. And then you go back in the storehouse and you get what you need based on what you're going to make. Don't you get this yet? We don't all need the same things. This is where equity is all wrong. Equality. See, those of us that believe in equality believe that we should all be able to start from the same point. We should all have the same opportunity. Those that you demand equity, the only difference is you believe the starting point, I mean the ending point should be the same. So you believe that no matter what anybody does, they all should be equal at the end. Well, that's just asinine. That's poor leadership. That's poor human development. That's poor humanism. I mean, that's just poor because you disincentivize people. We are creatures that are motivated by meaning. Why do you get up each day and do what you do and go home at night and get up the next day and do it again and again and again? Why do you do the tough things? Why do you stay faithful to one spouse instead of sleeping around like everybody else does? Why do you choose to withhold what you put in your mind and not put the sleaze and the perversion and the filth and the hatred and the anger and the racism and the bigotry of our current administration? I mean, there are Republicans and conservatives being pummeled to death, and no one seems to care. In Florida, this young man, a college student, canvassing for Marco Rubio, gets attacked and said, you don't bring that stuff around here. I mean, because we got a president that's teaching the country to hate half the people. My mom was a full-blooded German. She came over after World War II. She came to Ellis Island. She came legally. She had to get the papers. I asked her one point, Mom, how did the good people of Germany 
allow Hitler to slaughter millions of people, and she didn't want to talk about it. The Germans didn't talk about it because they believed they were, they didn't realize it was going on. And they believed that they were doing the right thing. Hitler had told them that uh, these Jews are bad, they're evil, they're a threat against our country. Don't you hear the same things going on right now? And so to say that we all need the same thing is a lie. We're different aged. We're different ways we're driven. We have different political beliefs. Some of us are children of God. Some of us aren't. And so if you're not a child of God, what you need is to be happy. If you are a child of God, what you need is God's will, God's word, and God's way. And happiness, if it comes, cool. That's just the added bonus, but that's not our outcome. But if you're in this world and of this world and you think this is all there is, then what you need is happiness. What you need is to, a squirrel. You're just getting your nut, getting through life until you take your last breath, and then you think it just all stops there. And so today we're going to talk about what do you need. And yesterday I did a great show called Life Caddy. If you did not hear it, you need to go to likeitmattersradio.com. And yesterday was I laid out all the stuff I'm going to talk about today. Because yesterday I had two guests with me, and as I got two guests with me, uh, we went into the reality of life and change and making an impact. Great show with Rocky and with Cheryl and Detweiler, with Samson. Great show. If you didn't listen to it, listen to it. Well, we started the show off, and I'm going to start the day as golf as a metaphor for life. I love a good metaphor. In life as in golf, your outcomes are dependent on your actions and decisions, and you have to take sole responsibility for them. What a foreign concept, right? In other words, there's no one else to blame in a, in a time where America is the victim culture, where you get a victim card and you have boxes to check, and the more boxes you have checked, the less responsibility you have, the less expectation you have, the less rules you have to follow, the less laws you have to abide by. Because you got street cred, victim cred, so you can do whatever you want. You can kill people, beat up people, slander people. You can be racist against people, but it's okay because you're covered. See... In other sports, you are dependent on others. A team, football, baseball, basketball. It's five on five. It's 12 on 12. It's, you know, you're competing against someone or something, or you're interdependent on someone. However, in the game of golf, it's about your name. It's about you, your focus, your commitment, your ability to let go of the past, your ability to focus on better things in the future. Don't you see how it's so like life? I used to do a lot of work with the Northern Nevada PGA. And so at that time, this is where I got the concept of a life caddy. See, the mental attitude for golf is like life. Your mental attitude before each shot impacts your outcome, just like life. And your attitude after each poor shot then affects the potential outcome of the next, just like life. Not beating yourself up, not protecting one's psychology from the negative. Look up epigenetics. We have 30 to 60,000 thoughts per day. 87% of our diseases are psychosomatic. We poison ourselves with our bitter thoughts, our bitter attitudes. And think about it. At the end of the day in golf, it's definitely better to focus on the few great shots you had and how you felt after hitting them than remembering the many that were not so great to see. Just like in baseball, it's a lot better to focus on those home runs than all the strikeouts. And you at least got two to one strikeouts to home runs, if not four to one. 
And just like life, it's about knowing what to focus on when. It's about having eyes to see and ears to hear. It's about not holding your bad shots against yourself, but learning from them to do better on the next opportunity. Golf is about enjoying your game and the journey while getting the best score possible. And why not life the same thing? Why not? And see, as a life caddy, that's what I do. See, we all need assistance along the way. Today we're going to talk about what do we need, and it does matter where you're going. It does matter what you have available based on what you need. It's not the same for everybody. See, I help you carry your bags, right? Life can get tough. We've got a lot of burden, a lot of baggage. The load can sometimes become a burden, a hindrance to playing at your optimum level. Sometimes our baggage can get burdensome, and we need someone to help us carry the load. That's me. A golf good caddy knows the golf course. They know the golfer. They offer suggestions on tools and resources available for given situations based on road, course, based on tools, resources available, based on the skill set of the golfer. It's not equity, but it is equality. Different people have different abilities. As a life caddy, uh, I know your past performances. I've got to help you remind yourself of your past performance to offer suggestions moving forward based on what you've done in the past and the desired outcome and what you're capable of doing. And lastly, uh, you know, a golf caddy allows you to focus on playing your game to the best of your ability. You get the credit. You get the payout. You get the partnerships. You get the relationships. The caddy gets the reward of making an impact. And so you got to know what you need, ladies and gentlemen. I learned a long time ago that you never get what you don't ask for. And even God says this. You don't have because you don't ask. And if you don't know you need, then why would you know to ask? And so today on Like It Matters Radio, I'm going to be your life caddy. And I'm going to show you that we all have different needs, all have different desires, all have different pasts. But what we all need is vision. And in that vision... We will identify things we need to become the best possible version of ourselves. That's where we're parking at today on Like It Matters Radio. I'm Black. We'll be right back. Leadership Awakening impacts even the seasoned pros. Take a listen to these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self-development gurus, but I have never went through a training as difficult and as intense as that 48 hours that we went through. What we went through was absolutely amazing, and I'd love to share it with as many people as I could. I kept being told on how intense this training was going to be, that it was going to be difficult. And I mean, I've walked on hot fire. I've broken arrows. I've walked on glass. I've done so many things. I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. If you're ready to go to another level of awareness, go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, December 1st through the 3rd. That's likeitmatters.net. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold, the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. Now, we've won the Best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. 
We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. Take Freedom 1570 with you wherever you go by downloading our app. Listen to your favorite shows, see our social media posts, enter exclusive contests and more. All from the app. Just search for Freedom 1570 in the App Store. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am black and you are back. And today, we're talking about what do you need. It's basically based on yesterday's show. We talked about being a life caddy and I had a, a two graduates with me. Uh, Cheryl, who had just went through class uh, last weekend with Team 239. And her husband, Rocky. Uh, who had been through my class about a dozen years. And Rocky had called me up, and uh, uh, you can listen to the radio show yesterday. Go to likeitmattersradio.com, uh, and look at Life Caddy. You'll, you'll listen to their conversation. Uh, and uh, he was saying, hey, man, I, I, I'm kind of struggling. You know, his dad died, and so he used to go to his dad for uh, help. And so uh, he reached out to me, and uh, unfortunately I got busy, and I forgot to call him back. I called him back once and never followed back up. And then about... Uh, Four months later, which is about three weeks ago, uh, I'm praying, and God says, call Rocky. I'm like, why? I need, I need butts and chairs. I need some help. Uh, you know, I, I normally help Rocky. Why would I call Rocky? But again, mine's not to question. Mine's just to be a good slave and do what my master tells me. So I called Rocky. And Rocky laid out this whole thing about what's going on and what they need to do, and he just needs some guidance. He's praying about it. Uh, and I told him my opinion, but I said, hey, the best thing I can do for you uh, is to give you a class for your wife because she'll leave there with clarity. Uh, she'll leave there with uh, God having met her there and given her some instruction. Uh, she'll meet the, leave there cleaned up. Some of the stuff that's been holding her back will be gone. Uh, and she'll have a clear vision and a mission, uh, and she'll be on fire. So I can tell you what, I, can't, I don't know all your problems and all the answers to your problems, but I do know this. I have a gift called Leadership Awakening. And I'm willing to give it to you and your wife so that it can help. Because, see, that's all I had to offer. I offered my opinion. And my opinion in a dollar would get you a cup of coffee at 7-Eleven. So I offered my opinion because that's what I had. But the second thing I had was something I knew he and she needed. Because Rocky went through my training 12 years ago. Uh, Rocky hasn't been around my training since then. Rocky used some of my training to help build his company, Samson. And he's a good friend, a good guy, and I, I like to help people. I don't mind people using what I teach. That's uh, no problem at all. But see, what he needed 
was for his wife to believe in herself. What she needed was a, a vision from God, a word from God. And when they called me up, when Rocky called me up to get some help on what to decide and what to do, I gave him what he thought he needed. This is what a good salesman does. But then I got him what I believed he needed. You see it? See, in sales, you say you tell, sell the client what they want, and then you sell the client what they need. Because wants and needs are a little bit different. And this is why when you serve the God of the universe, it clarifies it. Kind of reminds me of a story. You know, there's a young man who, throughout his childhood, he had a father who loved golf. And so he grew up golfing. His dad was a great golfer. Uh, he grew up a great father sometimes was he and his dad golfing. And, and so as a little kid, he got pretty good at golfing. And so his dad had ambitions of him becoming a great professional golfer. You know, his dad saw Tiger Woods' dad help him become a great golfer. And, he, you know, that was his mentor. That's the way I'm going to do it. I'm going to develop my son into be a great golfer. So his dad did the same thing throughout his childhood, and the boy became an exceptional golfer. However, as this boy grew up at uh, age of 25, he started, you know, existential questions. Why am I here? What's my purpose? And uh, the young boy decided that God was calling him. Uh, to ministry, and uh, the boy decided to become a priest, and so he joined a rather peculiar order. Uh, he took the usual vows of poverty, chastity, but his order also required that he quit golf and never play again, and, and maybe it was because it was love, and they didn't want any love to replace the love of God, so it was a weird, a little peculiar, but he, uh, he believed he was being called to serve God, so he, he agreed, and uh, some point later was ordained, ordained a priest. It was a big accomplishment. So a little while after he'd become a priest and he was uh, he was at his uh, church serving, well, one Sunday morning uh, he woke up and, man, it was just a beautiful day, beautiful day, a sunny early spring day, and he had this craving, he had this desire. He couldn't get out of his head that he had to play golf, had golf in years, and uh, he be, be, felt it was no big deal. Uh, you know, his church was covered. He'd get an associate pastor to, to cover for him. So he, he came up with this whole plan that he was going to tell the associate pastor that he was feeling sick and convinced him to say mass for that day. And as soon as the associate pastor left the room after talking to him, the priest headed out of town to a golf course about 40 miles away. He figured, you know, if he went far enough away, he wouldn't accidentally meet anybody new from his parish. Plus, come on, it's Sunday. All his people were in church. So 40 miles away at a golf course, he figured he was safe. So he's setting up on the first tee. He was alone. There was no one else around. After all, it was Sunday morning early, and everybody else was at church, right? And about this time, you know, up in the heavens, St. Peter leaned over to Yahweh and said, uh, you know, while looking down from heavens, exclaimed, uh, Abba, Daddy, you're not going to let him get away with this, are you? The Lord sighed and said, no, I guess not. Just then, the priest swung the club, hit the ball. It was one of the best shots and contacts this priest had ever experienced. He knew it was a good shot, and it shot straight toward the pins, dropping just short of it, and rolled and rolled and rolled up and fell in the hole. It was a 420-yard hole in one. He could not believe it. He was beside himself. He was shocked. He looked around for somebody to tell. He looked around for someone to share his success with, and there was no one around. And now we cut back up to heaven. And St. Peter now was watching this and just astonished. And he looked at the Lord and asked, 
Why did you let him do that? And the Lord just smiled and replied, Peter, Peter, who's he going to tell? <laughs> right? 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 And since we're talking about some stories that have a little humor in them, we need to laugh nowadays. I mean, the news, have you seen the news lately? Luckily, there's an election coming. Quit voting Democrat. This isn't politics. Any behavior rewarded with a positive outcome will repeat itself. Uh, at some point, you've got to discipline people. Uh, they'll never know to do something different. Uh, these people are destroying our country. They're destroying our kids. They're destroying our common sense. They're destroying our co- common values. The hatred, bigotry, bigotry, racism coming from this administration, White House, is unparalleled in 100 years. So quit voting Democrat. Vote the other side or don't vote at all because you've got to send a message. You can't treat us like this. You can't destroy this country. You can't pervert our kids at five years old. You can't stick foreign objects in our body and alter our DNA and make it mandated. At some point, you got to say, no, more. I deserve better. We deserve better. And so, luckily, there's change coming November 8th. Either don't vote or vote the other team. Don't vote Democrat. It's terrible. So, surgeon, architect, and lawyer are having a heated barroom discussion concerning which of the professions actually the oldest. So they've had a few drinks, a little drunk. So the surgeon says, surgery is the oldest profession. He says, open the good book. In Genesis 2, 21 through 22, we read, The Lord God caused man to fall into a deep sleep. And while he was sleeping, he took one of the man's ribs and then closed up the place with flesh. Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib he had taken out of the man, and he brought her back to the man. So surgery is the oldest profession. Because you can't go back further than that. God was the first surgeon. That was the first profession, the oldest profession. And not even a pause before the, this, the surgeon could put a dot on the end of that sentence. The architect says, whoa, 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 whoa. Not so fast, bucko. Hold on. We can, in fact, go back even further than Genesis 2. We call that Genesis 1. And in Genesis 1, 2, we are told the earth was formless and void, and darkness was over the surface of the deep. We read there was chaos, and God brought order to the chaos by creating. So God was the first, an architect. Think about it. He created the world out of chaos in seven days. That's what an architect does. And it's Genesis 1, 2. You can't go back much further than that. And with that, the lawyer puffs his cigar with a big old grin and blows out a big old smoke ring and says, ah, but you can go back further than that. Gentlemen, gentlemen, who do you think created the chaos? See, ladies and gentlemen, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. That's Genesis 1.1. Genesis 1.26 says, Then God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created a male and female. He created them, and God blessed them. So first introduction, God was thus creator. And then 25 verses later, we're told to let us make man in our image and uh, our class. We are made in the God class. We are made to believe. See, we are imagers of God, and as his imagers, we need free will, and we need to be able to make our own decisions and understand the consequences. In other words, we are made to create. To think is create. As a man thinketh his heart, so is he. If you look at a woman with lust in your eyes, you've already committed adultery with your, in your heart. See, the good Lord put the eyes in the front of our face because we move in the direction of our focus, and we focus in the direction of our movement. And so today we need to talk about what do we need? What do 
we need. Do you realize that we can live about three minutes without air? We can live about three days without water. We can go, I think, the longest about 40 days without food. But we can't live without hope. And without a vision, people perish. And so today I'm asking where you're living. Because your needs are different based on what your outcome is. If you're just working to survive, if you're just a squirrel working to get your nut, if you're just working to get through this world, if you think this is all there is, then what you need is totally different than someone who's living a life of success, someone who's wanting to go out there uh, and make a name for themselves, someone that wants to go out there and make it known that they were given the gift of life. Now, the needs of that person is different than the need of someone just surviving. And then there's the higher level, that significance level. That person's not just settled on making a name for themselves. They want to impact other people. And if you want to live a life of significance, and you want to impact other people, and you want to hear the words, well done, my good and faithful servants, enter into my rest, then your needs are going to be totally different. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, I'm posing the question, what do you need? I'm Black. We'll be back after these commercial messages. To listen to these words about Like It Matters Leadership Awakening from a recent attendee. Leadership Awakening is like nothing else. It's incomparable to any other training that I've been through, and that's executive professional communication training to, to how to hold a fork. It, the, the Leadership Awakening is a deep mental experience where I was forced to challenge my mind in a way that I've never been challenged before and it's there's nothing like it there's 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 no way to explain it with words you have to experience it leadership awakening change your heart change your mind change your life go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next leadership awakening it's not only changing lives it's saving lives that's likeitmatters.net slash schedule International travel is open again. So now is the perfect time for that trip to Israel, the trip of a lifetime. A trip to the Holy Land will bring you face-to-face with one of the most fascinating countries on earth. More than just a vacation, this meaningful trip is your opportunity to enjoy the freedom to travel again. Walking the ancient streets of Jerusalem where Jesus walked, sailing the Sea of Galilee, and floating in the mineral-rich Dead Sea with its healing and rejuvenating power. Sebastian Gorka and Dinesh D'Souza, along with our trusted travel partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours, personally invite you to experience Israel with them this November. To book your trip to Israel, log on to StandWithIsraelTour.com. That's StandWithIsraelTour.com. Then call 855-565-5519 to secure your spot. Call today, 855-565-5519. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that backhoe over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. 
A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am black. And today, I'm posing the question, what do you need? And it's not the same answer for each person. You got to get this. There are different needs, right? We have different needs. We have different desires. It's not right or wrong, not good or bad. It's the reality of life, right? It was Hal Lindsey that said man could live about 40 days without food, about three days without water, about eight minutes without air, but only for one second without hope. Now, I don't know if all those pieces of data are correct, but I do know the point there is well made. Matter of fact, so I wanted to find out. So I went to, this is what the internet's good for, you know, the internet's good for more than just porn. Uh, one out of every three internet searches is for pornography, unfortunately. Ishtar is ruling, you know. Uh, Jonathan Kahn did a great new book, highly recommend it, called The Return of the Gods. Uh, Jonathan Kahn did The Harbinger, did The Blood, Red Moon, or Blood Moon, sorry, Blood Moon. Uh, and, uh, you know, I haven't followed all his work, but just to finish listening to three times, uh, The Return of the Gods. And he's talking about how Molech, uh, Baal, uh, and Ishtar or Ashtar, uh, you know, Venus, uh, Isis, whatever you want to call her. She has many different names. How those are three gods that uh, tempted Israel to to move away from Yahweh and worship them. And those three gods are here. Uh, and we walked away from God starting in the 60s with the removing prayer, with removing the Bible. Then we, in the 80s, we moved the Ten Commandments. In 73, we made abortion on demand basically legal. Uh, and so we, we basically moved away from the Word of God, and so now there's a void, right? The Bible says when you uh, dispense uh, evil spirits uh, and clean things up, if you don't replace them with something else, then he'll come back or it'll come back and bring seven times more powerful, seven times as many. And that's what's happened in America. And so it's the return of the gods talking about how now we're abortion on demand. I mean, look at how many people Israel burned it by Molech. You put your kids in the fire. And you burned them. It's a child that's infanticide. Uh, they did tens of thousands. We've done, what, 60 million? So it comes back worse. Uh, you can go through all of them. Baal, the worship of Baal, a god that's not Yahweh. That's where we're at right now. Uh, a worship of Ishtar, uh, sexual promiscuity, sexual confusion. Uh, you know, Ishtar was both male and female. Uh, basically fluid in between the two as a spirit. So it's all going on right now. So you, you got to know what's going on. And why I bring that up is because you got to know what time we're in. See, when you know the time is now, when you know what time it is, then you know what your needs are. See how it always goes back to this. You can't know what your needs are without some other information. And we all have different needs. So on this website, a secretive survivalist, basic survival needs, food, water, shelter, and health. And he says it's called the rule of three. 
In the survival world, experts use the rule of three as a basic guideline for what your priority should be in the event of a major disaster or man-made catastrophe. You'll do well to commit this to your memory. It says, quote, you can survive for three minutes without oxygen or in icy cold water or in icy cold water. Uh, number two, you can survive for three hours without shelter in harsh conditions, extreme heat or extreme cold. So again, you can survive for three days without water, about three weeks without food. I've heard 40 days. Isn't that interesting? But food is actually last unless, believe it or not, of all those things, we can last longer, about 40 days without food. Remember, Jesus was tempted in the wilderness for 40 days. Anybody get that yet? So about 40 days. Humans can survive for a good amount of time without food. So technically, of the air, shelter, uh, and water, food is the one that is least needed, if you understand that. Although it's one of our first cravings. And what do most people do? They're storing up food. Now, Abraham Maslow, remember, a well-known um, psychologist, uh, he came up with this theory in 1943. It's a classical depiction of human motivation. And the theory is based on the assumption that there is a hierarchy of five needs within each individual. See, again, this is equality, not equity. This is about what we all need right from the beginning. We have psychological needs, three basic needs, and those are the ones we're talking about, air, water, food, clothing, shelter, right? That's the base. So you got to deal with that first. And then after that, safety needs, right? And man, today in America, if you're conservative, if you're white a conservative, if you're a Christian, remember Joe Biden said that the biggest threat to America, to his America, are white Christians. Some of you should have a wake-up call. I know some of you have been programmed to hate Donald Trump. He's the boogeyman. But you need to know you've been manipulated. You've been played. Oh, is he an easy guy to hate? Sure he is. Oh, yeah. Does he have ego? Absolutely. But did he do a lot of good things? Does he love this country? Absolutely. Did he lose a billion dollars by being president? Absolutely. And every other person has become a millionaire, multimillionaire by elected. Look at Nancy Pelosi. Look at Joe Biden. So we need safety needs. We need to make sure that we can disagree with our country without being arrested, without being killed, without being beaten up. I mean, what America needs is we need a free press again. The press is not part of the Democratic Party. We need to get rid of deep state. I mean, let's be honest. We're no different. We don't follow God anymore. We arrest presidents. We kill people on the streets who have different political views because our gut president tells us they're a threat to the country. And no one seems to care. But yeah, in Charlottesville, one woman was rent, drove in, uh, walking on the sidewalk and some guy took his car. There's some white nationalist and killed that woman. And there are buildings named after this woman now. But look at this guy, this young college student who's run over by this dude for being a Republican. No one seems to care. No one don't even hear about him more. This guy canvassing for uh, Rubio was beaten to a pulp, surviving, barely surviving. No one's talking about it. An old woman passing out uh, pro-life thing, shot. No one's talking about it. But if someone on the other side, a transgender or a, a homosexual or a progressive, one person gets hurt or killed, uh, there's, there's hearings, there's impeachments. Uh, people are called racist and called hateful. And the irony of this guy who was pummeled uh, almost to death by these people because he was a white guy and uh, Rubio is running against a black woman who, for uh, that seat. And so it's a black people who beat up this white guy. And you know what the police are attempting to do? They want to figure out if it was a hate crime. Was it politically motivated or was it hate motivated? It's an article. Read it. Can you believe this? This is how silly we're getting.
Was it a hate crime that they pummeled this guy because he's a white uh, Republican? Or was it just a political difference? Wow. Really? That's where we're coming to. And those of you that vote that way, you support that. Which means, number three, Maslow said we need social needs. Social needs include the need for love, affection, care, belongingness, friendship. Hey, uh, us white Christians need that too. Don't beat us all up. Don't kill us all. We, we love you. We care about you. Quit being lied to. Then we have esteem needs. Only after those three basic needs are met, then can we go to the next needs, what are called secondary needs, higher order needs. The first three are what are called lower order needs. But then there are higher order needs. Number four is esteem. Two different types, internal esteem, self-respect, confidence, competence, and external esteem, recognition, power, status. And lastly, only after those other four have been in place, because you can't go to the next one until the one's fulfilled, is self-actualization needs. This includes the urge to become what you're capable of becoming. That's why I do this radio show. show. You have to have the potential to become. This is why you need to go to our classes. I got two more chances for you to reach your potential this year. November 10th through 12th in Dallas. And then December 8th through 10th. You heard a commercial saying December 1st through 3rd is our last class in Minneapolis. Uh, that is wrong. Hopefully Salem's going to fix that. Is December 8th through 10th is our final class. And then I'll stay uh, for a week afterwards and do uh, hopefully do a lease show a couple times and do some Christmas shopping at the Mall of America and hang out with some of my graduates. And by the way, just to let you know, these needs, the difference between equality and equity, remember equality says we all start at the same place. We have the right to compete. But equity says no matter what you do, good, bad, right, or wrong, you all end up at the same place. And that is disincentivizing. That is demotivating. That is where Joe Biden's at. Joe Biden is president just because you guys were all told to hate Donald Trump. And so even if we mailed in 20 million votes that came out of China, no big deal because the ends justify the means, right? We all pretend like there's no such thing as election fraud. Shh. You're not allowed to talk about it. Now, this radio show will not be able to go on YouTube because I said something that the deep state and state-run media and Joe Biden don't want you to hear. And so now I'm banned because, remember, America used to have freedom of speech. We used to have freedom of press. We used to have the right to gather, to assemble. We used to have a, a right to have an opinion. But we've given up all those rights under Joe Biden. So I do a lot with psychometrics, right? You can take people and put them in different categories, not to pigeonhole them but to understand them. You know, we got the four behavioral styles uh, using a uh, DISC behavioral mo uh, mode. D is for dominant, direct, demanding, doer. I is for inspirational, influencing, interactive, interested in people. S is for steady, stable, supportive, status quo. And C is for cautious, calculating, contemplative, and careful. Why do I bring this up? Because each one of these has a different want. For a D, they want challenges, power, authority to be in control. For an I, they want flexibility, freedom of speech. For an S, they want stability, time to adjust to change. For a C, they want time to analyze as much data and details as possible. And C, for a D, their major strengths are they take action quickly. They create change. They take charge. They get results. Those are the people today that you hate unless they're progressives. For an I, their strengths are verbalizing, generating enthusiasm. For an S, their strengths are staying in one place, demonstrating patience. For a C, their strength is following directions, maintaining standards. Standards checking for accuracy. But here's the thing. Major fears, in other words, something to stay away from. What they don't want, what stay away from, they need you to be aware of this. Major fears for a D is losing control of the environment, being taken advantage of. Donald Trump. The major fear for an I, rejection, loss of social recognition. 
The major fear for S is sudden change, losing security, confrontation. The major fear for C is criticism of performance and rational acts. See, what they're telling you in these major fears, they need certain things. And if they don't get those needs met and they have the opposite of those needs, they're going to shut down. They're going to block an attack. They're going to close off. That's what I'm saying today. We're asking, what do you need? And we all need different things depending on where you're at and depending on where you're living and depending on where you're going. So today on Like It Matters Radio, I'm posing the question, what do you need? I'm Black. We'll be right back. Leadership Awakening impacts even the seasoned pros. Take a listen to these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self-development gurus, but I have never went through a training as difficult and as intense as that 48 hours that we went through. What we went through was absolutely amazing, and I'd love to share it with as many people as I could. I kept being told on how intense this training was going to be, that it was going to be difficult. And I mean, I've walked on hot fire. I've broken arrows. I've walked on glass. I've done so many things. I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. If you're ready to go to another level of awareness, go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, December 1st through the 3rd. That's likeitmatters.net. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Some fall reminders from AMI. Turn off your outdoor spigot to avoid frozen water lines. A furnace tune-up will ensure you stay cozy all winter. Get priority scheduling and save with AMI's Total Solutions membership as low as $9.99 a month. An electrical safety checkup will ensure all smoke and carbon monoxide detectors are working. Air Mechanical leads the metro area in HVAC, plumbing, and electrical. Go to thinkami.com. For the life of your Wake up with the Freedom 1570 Daybreak Insider. Today's top news stories from a conservative viewpoint in a detailed yet concise manner. Sign up at freedom1570.com. Just use the keyword subscribe. Take a listen to this comparison of other training to leadership awakening. For probably two-thirds of my 30-year law enforcement career. I spent time in supervision and management, so I've been to a lot of leadership training. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. I went to a leadership course in California where I worked, and it's an eight-month program. I went through that program. I went back later on as a facilitator, so I, I taught leadership. What we did in class was completely different than any other leadership program that I've been through. I mean, in 48 hours of leadership training in your program, it was just, it was dynamic. It was intense. It was powerful. You know, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am black. 
And I love hearing from our listening audience. Love hearing from our listening audience. So, yes, uh, I will cover some more. I just had a couple people chime in and say, hey, I'd like to know a little bit more about that disbehavioral profile. Before I do that, though, let me remind you that uh, I have two more classes uh, left at the end of this year for you to change your life. Uh, I can guarantee you the best holiday season ever, no matter what Joe Biden does to our economy, no matter how much he destroys it. Uh, because when you have peace internally, everything changes. When you have clarity of mind internally, everything changes. When your heart is resuscitated and your thoughts are cleaned up, then things change. And that's what we need. We need to resuscitate the heart. We need to clean up some of that stinking thinking. We're being programmed. Uh, you know, uh, a University of Washington, I think it was, uh, maybe it was Wisconsin, but I think it was Washington, did a study about 25 years ago that says uh, when people are angry, they uh, are more active in the political process. So we have an entire process that's meant to make you angry. You've got to believe that Republicans are a threat to democracy. Isn't it amazing? Do you hear the threat to democracy? You hear people say that. Their biggest thing they're going to vote on is the threat to democracy. Can you believe how stupid that is? So now people going out and voting. So if you vote Republican, you're a threat to the democracy. If you vote for one of the two parties that they don't want you to vote for, you're a threat to democracy. Did you see that joke last night at Fetterman? This guy can't even talk, and yet they're just plugging him in there because his wife's going to be the real senator. But I'm reading this article about the debate last night, and you got so many people screaming about ableism, that Fetterman showed great courage. They wouldn't say that a Republican did that. I mean, anybody remember when they screamed the 25th Amendment on Donald Trump because he walked down an icy ramp slowly? Remember when he lifted a glass of water with two hands? The 25th Amendment, got to get him out of there. And look at our senile guy that's in the White House. And now they're running people for Senate that are just votes. Fetterman can't even, he was a terrible candidate before the stroke. I mean, the stroke just, God slowed him down. I can't believe that some of you are still going to vote for that guy when God worked to take him out of the picture so you would, like, save us a little bit. But, boy, you're gonna, this is just a vote. It's just more abortion on demand, more racism, more shots in the arm, more jabs, more controlling you, more political persecution. That's what a vote for Fetterman does. Because, you know, his wife's going to be running things just like the White House. John, Joe Biden's not running this country. Other people are, whoever they are. But I want to go back to what we were talking about with behavioral styles because you got to know people. you got to know what people are, where they're coming from, so that you can help them get what they want. That's the key to life. If you can help enough people get what they want, then you can get whatever you want in life. That's what Zig Ziglar said. And so I do a lot with psychometrics. And what it does is it basically puts people in the categories. It doesn't pigeonhole them. It just allows you to understand them a little bit better so that you can create a rapport. Rapport is an unconscious connection. And so when the oldest psychometrics the word, Dr. William Marston introduced it in the book of The Emotions of Normal People about 100 years ago. I think it was written in 1923. It's based on Hippocrates, right, the four bodily fluids, that you would basically say those four body fluids were, were um, uh, personality styles. And all Dr. Marston's did is take that data of Hippocrates and put it into common modern language. And so he turned them into, instead of phlegm and bile, he turned them into D, which is dominant, direct, demanding doer. That's what I am. My primary modality is D. And then I is inspirational, influencing, interactive, interested in people. Then S is steady, stable, supportive, status quo. 
and C is cautious, calculating, contemplative, and careful. Those are the four behavioral styles. And each one has a major need. Each one has a major strength. Each one has a major want. Each one has a different response under stress. Each one has a different response under pressure. Each one has a different recovery need. Each one has a different need to buy. See, this is why we got to get out of our own map of reality. This is why what we need, we don't need justice in this world. Oh, my gosh. I promise you, all those clamoring for justice, trust me, when justice comes knocking at their door, they're not home. They won't answer it. We don't need justice. You know what I want? I want mercy. I want grace. I want forgiveness. I want understanding. And my God, Yahweh, Abba Daddy, he says, if that's what you want, then that's what you give. Because God says, I got to deal with you. I'll let you choose how I treat you. And what he says is, listen, the same way you treat other people, with the same portion, the same measurement that you give to other people, God says, I'm going to measure that back to you. He's going to just reflect it back to you. So each one of us gets to choose how God treats us. By the way, we treat Republicans. Understand, by the way, you treat people you don't like. By the way, you treat those people who you don't get along with. By the way, you treat those people who don't have a lot in common with you. God says the same mercy, the same grace, the same understanding, the same forgiveness that you give to those people, that's what I'm going to give to you, but a portion more. So if it's good, a portion more is awesome with God. If it's bad, a portion more is awesome with God. Just awesome on the different ends of the spectrum. Stephen Covey put it best. He said, our ultimate freedom is the right and power to decide how anybody or anything outside ourselves will affect us. Dr. Viktor Frankl put it this way. Between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is your power, is your freedom. So if you're going to build understanding, then you need to follow Dr. Covey's rules. Remember, he had seven of them, seven habits of highly effective people. And one of them was seek first to understand and then be understood. Why? Because, again, you're leading by example. Why? Again, because you're doing to others what you would want them to do to you. It's called the golden rule. So major fears for a D is losing control of environment, being taken advantage of. Major fears for an I is rejection, loss of social recognition. Major fear for an S is sudden change, losing security, confrontation. A major fear of a C is criticism of performance, irrational acts, antagonism. Why do I tell you this? Because this is a shutoff valve. This is the go away button. This is I hate you in their mind. This is what you're saying to them. So whatever that major fear of a person is, you got to stay away from it. you got to move away from it. Because it's like magnetic, polar opposites of magnetics. You know how they push on each other? It's the same thing. So get this. So the stress reaction is different for the four styles. This is why you can't take it personal. You can't make it about you. What about me? You got to get off yourself. You got to step into someone's map of reality, understand what they're going through. Can you walk a mile in their moccasins? For a D, the stress reaction is open hostility. For an I, the stress reaction is emotional expression of feelings. For an S, a stress reaction is shut down, excessive sleep. Some of you know that one well. For C, the stress reaction is to withdraw. Time alone, each one of those needs that. They're telling you what they need. See, under pressure, a D becomes domineering, impatient, abrasive, tough. That's what you see with Trump. Under pressure, an I becomes emotional, disorganized, careless, unpredictable. That's what you see with um, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris. That's why he's so angry all the time. Man, can you imagine if Trump was that angry, what you guys would be saying about him? There'd be hearings on it. 
But now we all pretend it's okay because good old Joe, good old 80-year Joe, good old Joe that's letting little kids touch the hair on his legs, good old Joe that's sniffing little girl's hair, good old Joe that's telling 20-year-old women, uh, sleep around first, don't get serious till later in life, go ahead and just have sex right now. But that's cool because Uncle Joe said it, right? Most people are molested and abused by someone they know. Check it out. It's just fact. So recovery needs. You hear that? The need. The need for a D is different than the need for an I. The need for an S is different than the need for an I. The need for a C is different than the need for an S. So recovery needs for a D is physical activity, competition. The recovery needs for an I is social activity, interaction. The recovery needs for an S is undirect activity and retreat. The recovery needs for a C is, uh, is to cognitive activity, solitude. And as a buyer, they need different things. A D needs options of fishing, bottom line to buy. An I needs testimonials, saving, personal effort to buy. An S needs assurance of stability, personal attention to buy. And a C, if you want to get a sale, they need evidence of quality and accuracy, logical approaches. You notice they all have different needs. And ladies and gentlemen, depending on where you're at in life, you have different needs. But can I tell you what you do need? You need a life caddy. You need another set of eyes who knows how your body was made, how you work. You need another piece of wisdom that someone who's walked with uh, 15,000 people at intimate level. Someone who understands behavioral profiles. Someone that understands your pain, who has a lot of pain and can walk in your pain. That's what I do. That's why you should go to likeitmatters.net. Sign up for one of my last two classes. That's why I do life coaching. Uh, you know, Rocky, listen to last, yesterday's show, uh, Life Caddy. Rocky and Cheryl will tell you the impact I can have. This is not about me selling you. This is about if you want to live your life like the George Bernard Shaw you could have been. If you could live your life all over again and be anybody you wanted to be, who would you be? What if you were the person you were created to be? Without the fear, without the doubt, without the limiting belief systems, without carrying your chains of pain from your past into other people's future. Well, you know what you need? You need Mr. Black as a life caddy. Go to likeitmatters.net or email me, Mr. Black, M-R period, B-L-A-C-K, at likeitmatters.net. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. investors. This is an important announcement from MarketBeat.com. Are you tired of the ups and downs of the stock market? Are you sick of logging into your brokerage account only to find out that you lost thousands of dollars in a single day? At MarketBeat.com, we know that constantly moving in and out of stocks or buying hot stocks after they've already shot up in value is a recipe for disaster. It's time to stop playing the loser's game and invest in stocks that have stood the test of time. MarketBeat.com has prepared a free report titled Seven Stocks to Buy and Hold Forever. Text Profit to 68285. The companies in this report might appear to be nothing special at first glance, but financials don't lie. They print billions of dollars of profit each year and show no sign of slowing down. If you would like to receive our free report of seven stocks to buy and hold forever, text profit to 68285 and we'll send you this free report right now. Text profit to 68285. Message and data rates apply. Individual results may vary. Consult with your tax or investment professional. Text profit to 68285. Ringing. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.